0: gonna how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Candlelight Tales podcast, where we are once again talking about rivers and lakes and waterways.
1: And we are, well, talking about various things because that's what we do on this podcast. Remember we said we're going to do that? Oh we yeah. We tell Irish stories and we talk about them afterwards.
0: Well you see we changed the construction of we tell Irish stories and talk about them afterwards because we used to do a conversation for every podcast and then we stopped doing that. I thought you wanted so, to
1: script this intro and have it really neat and Yeah but it.
0: this is the chat podcast isn't it same?
1: So we, we don't do a repeated intro for the chat podcast.
0: I mean we do a bit. We always take we're, on as Harry We're just confusing our listeners at this stage. I don't know. Are you confused? confused? I don't think they're confused. I think they know what's happening. Uh, If you don't know what's happening, welcome to the first episode you've ever heard of the Candle It Tells podcast, where we tell stories from Irish mythology and then sometimes discuss them. Intermittently, before or after, without really really telling
1: you which one we're doing.
0: Because we keep changing our minds (laughs) and sometimes we record the podcast, the chat podcast, before we've recorded the story and sometimes after.
1: So we're doing a bit of both today. But and thank sometimes
0: you. we do the story and then we record the chat and then we go, ah, actually, now that we've yeah. talked about it, I want to do it a different way and then we re-record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So...
1: We won't Let's super not structured. get bogged down Super in, Super structured We're on it We're on it um, yeah, we Thanks are. very much for joining us And you're listening From wherever you're listening And I hope that you've uh, Maybe found us From a recommendation Or if you like the podcast You might recommend it to a friend And you know Always a bit of a shout out To the people who support us On patreon.com forward slash Candle Tales Because They're super sound And they also get a Private Once a month um, Zoom call With us where we yes. chat about all of the really structured and organised things that we do in Gantle Tales.
0: It's very fun. It's a very nice fun. chat. We have nice chats. Uh, people show us their pets. And <laughs> last time our mum just came and hung out with us Yeah, because um, we were in Cork. We were, uh, so yeah, if you want to just like hang out with us for an hour every month, you can join us on Patreon. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> and not that we're bribing you with our time or anything, but we're basically bribing you with our time. Uh, <laughs> that's all we do. <laughs> That's we do. Um,
1: so we're uh, here to talk about a few of the waterways of Ireland And we're going to start with a chat about the Blackwater podcast sorry, That you uh, told recently, told to me while yes, recording
0: Yes, I did, I got Aaron to sit into the studio Because I was like, I, that was again, it was one of those ones That like we haven't told in front of an audience And sometimes with those, I prefer mm. there being a person that I can talk to It
1: keeps your mind a little bit more focused I, I found... Uh, being yeah. left alone with a story, I'd actually told plenty. Um, even just having someone in the room, I get more waffly. So you apologies. do you get
0: more waffly. Whereas when you're looking at somebody and they start like going, "All right, Ben." Been a bit descriptive there for a minute Not that you were doing that You were mostly closing your eyes And just like telling to The story which was nice It was lovely um, But yeah no I kind of felt like I needed an audience Because it was a, Yeah it was, a, it was a new one uh, A couple of the ones This series have been new ones for there's me. Loads of new ones for me There's too. loads of new ones I keep being like Oh fuck I think I'm running out of material And then going Oh no there's millions
1: <laughs> Yeah and then I find a book Like last night when Yeah I, oh. you
0: went on a Skype Uh, Last night Having Um, decided Actually quite definitively Told me last week That you're not doing research anymore Because you're not good (laughs) at it And you don't like doing it
1: And then I Um, I think I just had to say that Just to like You'd take the pressure off yourself Pressure off And then suddenly I spent Three hours reading books Yeah yeah, yeah uh, You do. Night.
0: To be fair You do that occasionally Yeah 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 And then you go back to I don't want to do it Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do it ever
1: Or I go listening To lots of stories You go listening, listening to stories listening, yes. You reading me stories Depending yes. So tell me about the Blackwater This is kind of a funny one Because we had Cormac McCart pretty heavily uh, involved in this, the great king, but he's not very much seen as a good guy in this story.
0: Well, this is the, one of the interesting complexities that you get in Irish mythology. It's no like good. What is a good guy? There is no bad. Well, like yeah, kinda. He's uh, he's the he's the high king. Uh, he's the High King who you may know from stories such as Cormac McCart and the Land of Promise which God knows we must have told on this podcast we at some point. definitely probably we did. definitely probably did. Which episode it is now I couldn't tell you but it's in there somewhere. Cormac <laughs> McCart is the name of the fella. We're so helpful. But he was uh, he was the person who like codified the Brehan Laws and...
1: Codified or codified? Are you just saying codified because <laughs> rivers? Related? No I think
0: he codified it. I don't think it's anything to do with the fish. I think he actually codified the Breton Laws I think that's how you pronounce that. If that is not How you pronounce that he Then he codified me, them
1: He just made me Think of cods Cod I think Yeah cod.
0: You're a cod So um, Fish and chips Fish and chips So Cormac McCart, Fish and chips Law.
1: <laughs> ah Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay Fish and chips he Fish uh, and chips The Um, And he's kind of Remembered as being A very good and wise king But there's also A lot in his story There's a lot of war Because mm. To be a high king of a place you got to kill a lot of people Well, you got to make everybody else agree that you're the high king Which involves killing a lot of people Which sometimes involves force But it, it's, it's, you know, again, it's Irish warfare Where you're not doing, like, high body count warfare You're doing single combat warfare You're, you're doing intimidation warfare mm. And I think the Blackwater is actually a pretty good
1: Great example of this Example
0: of it, because it's
1: Let's not have an outright war But yeah. let's get these lads to Bow down, bend the knee, and show some form of fealty to me because they have to. Because they're going to need something to
0: drink. Because I'm, you know, I got magic, and I made the water not be water anymore. Disappear. So which just. That's a tactic. Cool. It's it, a, it's a tactic. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty intense tactic. Um,
1: Remind me the li- River Blackwater in Munster.
0: The River Blackwater in Munster. Now this is a little confusing for some of our listeners who may know of. Two or three other blackwaters right. on the island of Ireland, but there is a very large river. It's also called like on Owenmore, like the the, the, the big, big river. Big river. Uh, it's kind of its course for a lot of its um, trajectory. Sure. I don't know about rivers, <laughs> um, but for interesting. A, a lot of the course of the river, it kind of runs parallel to the River Lee and north, mm-hmm. and it's it comes from Kerry, the McGillicuddy Reeks, the McGillicuddy Reeks. Yes, but it it drains it like. It's one of those things where, you know, the river does not go to the closest exit to the sea, which is would be over the mountains because they don't go pale and they don't think about it that way because they're rivers. (laughs) They don't think they're just following gravity. So it's going like pretty like in a pretty straight line. Uh, east. east, east, yeah, yeah. I always have to stop and go west. Or east? I saw, I literally, yeah, you saw, saw the the, you saw me turning. do the calculation yeah, in yeah. my yeah. head. So
1: you, you're spelling <laughs> we in your. I was, invisible. I was literally
0: spelling west to east, okay. So it's going, it's, it's going east, east from the west, and then uh, similar, like I said, similar to the River Lee that that flows in the same direction and kind of comes straight out in Cork Harbour. The Blackwater is north of there, and then it just really sharply doglegs south and hits you all. Um, so it's this great big long broad river it's And a, it doesn't
1: hit you all It hits a place in County Cork. called y'all Just for the American down. listeners Just for the American hits listeners
0: Hits y'all in hits the face Hits y'all in the face Hits y'all upside <laughs> the back of the it head It hit me in the
1: face um, I don't know about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. I'm done. No accents. Okay, no accent. Not, not not doing any more accents. Sorry y'all. So it hits y'all. Uh it hits y'all and y'all are wet then and that's you y'all, y'all just have to deal with it. Y'all just uh, got black water in the face. <laughs> so okay. we were looking at this and uh yeah it's it's one of those like a lot of the rivers in Ireland are like a lot of the rivers in Ireland it is it is a an important ecological area
1: And it clearly is kind of shown by that in the, like okay, you, you 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 and your monster guys need this river to survive, and if yeah. I dr- if you, if I use my druids as Cormac Garden this story does to dry it up, then you're not going to be able to do
0: anything. And it's it like it's, it's not, logically not just not it's not just drinking. It's not just drinking water. Hmm. It's also like it goes through a stand of yew forest, which is apparently like. Is the only u forest in Europe, in Western Europe. Like, it's, it's, it's a really rare little mm. ecosystem. Like a lot of rivers, it's got a lot of those kind of, like, micro ecological spots which along actually it. actually a gorgeous thing to find a out. A lot right? of freshwater mussels, which mm. apparently used to be in every river in Ireland, but no. are super sensitive to pollution. And so, like, ah, there are a lot of places that there aren't. A lot of otters, a lot of salmon. A lot, a lot of salmon. A wow. lot of freshwater salmon. Which, again, all of these things have been you know, impacted by agriculture, by industry, by people, people, by human activity. humans. But it's, it's a, you know, it was, it was, that was kind of why I wanted to lean on the like, it's a protected river now. Mm. And I really liked the idea, like in the story, the King of Munster gives, there's a stretch on it that is a kingdom. I can't remember the name of the kingdom off the top of my head now, but he gives that bit of it. To Mugroth the druid Yeah uh, Who's also associated with uh, Valencia Island and Kerry Those are his two kind of like Big places But I just kind of like The idea of linking The modern protection To the like Ancient mystical protection Of this Like crazy figure Who's Very In that way of like When you get the Christian influence Coming in Mm -hmm. He's sort of seen as an antagonist on a lot of the stories Because he's the He's the druidiest druid Who will not change and is linked with a character called Simon Magus, who's like a kind of famous heretic, sorcerer type person. And they build a flying machine. Like, Mugrath has this, like, Ravrovok, um, which is the the a big wheel that flies. Rovrovok, Which we came across on the um, Samhain story as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Mugrath um, is... is, is He's there thereabouts in a few different
0: He's around a few of them, but again, he's kinda of like a difficult character to pin down. Like uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stories that put him in kind of a negative light. There's a there's and, and he's more of a figure. Uh now, Dahi Hogan, whose book we were using for pillaging. a lot of the research um for for this episode, reckons that he's like maybe a descendant of a sun god. Like he's maybe a deity that has been you know, downgraded to, to Druid because of the flying wheel. Right. Like, the, that kind of links to the sun. He's yes. also often called either one-eyed or blind. And that idea of, like, the one eye and the eye of the sun being a, a thing that he's connecting as well. Um, So, you know, interesting figure. Uh, so, you lots know, to him. Again, but the it, thing that was kind of, like, interesting to me, again, was, like, that thing of, like, the protection of the waterways being super important.
1: And, I guess, what... what Jumped out to me even when I was listening. To it, it was like, Oh, so someone might take away that power and that beauty and that kind of um abundance from the landscape in quite a literal form in the story, but those that are local to it, those that are know the the magics of the waterways, like Mogroth and this, very metaphorically, can bring back the water, bring and bring back the power, yeah. and bring back the you know the ecological. Bounty that comes with it, and all the life and sustenance and survival that kind of goes along with it, and so that's kind of like the the end result of that story is they are able to survive without having a massive conflict
0: as well, and seemingly the siege of Lion, I was not terribly clear on whether they actually had a fight or not.
1: They they seem to just have a standoff. And go, yeah, oh, you're I kind of I kind
0: of went for a standoff. I kind of decided it was more interesting if it was a standoff. If they were just like, hey, we've outmaneuvered you, and then the other guy being like. Hey, no, you didn't. <laughs> what you gonna do now? What you gonna bud? do now? Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I yeah. guess I'll just go, because uh, I think that's also kind of truer to how you know we often talk about the tawn being the famous exception. Yeah, because it's a battle, battle, and yeah. most of the fights in in Irish kind of mythology and and you know they're they're not pitch battles. They're not fucking braveheart fellows running across the field yeah, at yeah, each it can other. Go up
1: again and again and again, does not
0: Again and again. So I kind of wanted to actually. Illustrate that in a story directly Of them being like
1: How can we get a, a yeah. way A way of avoiding mass slaughter uh, But also gaining the loyalty well, and, it's, the it's, and the respect And the cow doing.
0: It's a scene of Sabre-rattling And then both sides backing off hmm. And going Okay, we're leaving the status quo as it is I
1: do kind of love that though It's like you know,
0: We're going to snarl We're going to posture we're going to make some moves around the sides to to hobble your supply lines like seriously drone. and then when we when that doesn't work we're going to go Because it didn't work, it didn't. You know, super didn't work. The lads down in Cork were like,
1: "All right, guys, we got our black water back." So zoom there from Cork. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it ties in brilliantly with with, you know what's happening this weekend, which will be in the past when you listen to it. But at the same time, I've mentioned it a few times. Gaelic Woodland Project are um, trying to get a a River Boyne clean up this weekend, so I'll be attending that. And you know, there'll be a few of those things we'll try and post and share about it as well I think getting the communities out to actually clean up the river putting pressure on uh, farmers not to completely destroy it on the, the meat factories to not just throw all their waste into the river yeah. drawing, which have been happening and which
0: has been happening
1: <clears throat> the clean up is quite simple like it's just picking up rubbish around the um, the skirts of the, of the bank which is amazing you know how much you can collect with a, num- a good few hands so it's just that kind of like the mythic power of McGrath Macra Macraff, um, of bringing the water back is quite a me- metaphor for community spirit and actually being able to go in and, and and bring back some of the sovereignty to these rivers and and waterways of this beautiful island that we are on, which is yeah. so littered with with water.
0: rivers and lakes <laughs> and waterways. We're very boggy. It's just, but such it's a yeah, weekend. no, it's it's that thing, and I I think it's kind of. There's a lot of despair around the climate that I think is is kind of can be hard to escape sometimes, but I think it's important to remember that there is a huge capacity in nature for renewal if we Absolutely. can get out of the way of it and, and facilitate it a little bit. A little mm-hmm. goes an awfully long way,
1: and it is that like combined effort can just, like you said, yeah. go huge, huge distance and, and can make a massive effect. So, um, and it's just about getting into the people's minds as well, of like,
0: actually, yeah, like like it like is,
1: it's not a pill. The there's, no, there's
0: no there's no simple thing but it is yeah it's one foot in front of the other and like the the things that we know is like conservation efforts work mm-hmm. and rehabilitation efforts they work yeah they work they do what they're supposed to do they just tend to be because it's boring and hard and you have to keep doing the same thing over and over again it's like fucking brushing your teeth like nobody mm-hmm. wants to do it well, but it's, it's like you not know it's done the, it's it's not it doesn't happen quickly it does not happen overnight and it's a continuous effort mm-hmm. But like it works. It's just we have to do it and keep doing it. I had
1: the most kind of beautiful moment this weekend, uh, with our mother. I was planting potatoes and helping her clear the beds and all the rest of it. And uh You
0: guys planted, by the way, so many potatoes.
1: Many, many potatoes. So many carrots, potatoes carrots, onions and beets, beets. Uh, so many potatoes. Yeah. I, I was
0: looking that. at that and being like, that's a lot of spuds.
1: But they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna first the um
0: the what what are they called? Not the, oh they're going to come up At different times Yeah, yeah the roosters Will come up yeah, later yeah, And the yeah, other yeah,
1: ones yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The something pinks uh, Curious pinks Curious pinks Will come up um, yeah, uh, yeah, Earlier is, They're the fluffy the, Flowery ones um, the, the
0: potato hour Sorry, sorry. No, I'm g- no, the, the reason The, Candle the Candle reason I'm getting into
1: it Is because While we were doing that Mum had found An acorn That had uh, Actually begun To to sprout It was in oh, the ground nice. It was in really fertile uh, Soil Down her friends Underneath the tree So we, we, we took it And uh, kind of basically, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, you know, put it in some really nice um, uh, compost, you know, in, in a pot and planted it. And like th- the the act of planting trees yeah. is such a beautiful long term gain that it, it removes you and ego from it completely. Because that yeah. tree, if it survives, will outlive me uh, unbelievably. You know, oh, yeah. it, it is about leaving Behind something That will have A far longer life And sustainable yeah. Thing than you will ever do have And we continuously Absolutely. Underestimate uh, Or overestimate I think Well certainly I do anyway What can be done in a day And like I overestimate And try and do things In a day That I can never get done Yes And then Underestimate What can be Massively achieved with long-term persistence over the course yes. of a year to years. So, like a little, and God yes. knows, I know this from my knee rehab. A little bit goes a long way yes. if it's repeated, like every second day, even not yeah. every day.
0: You know, not even every day, but like yeah, no, the the kind of persistence. I would well, I think we had that, one, you know, a couple of episodes ago when we hit two hundred, and we were like, Jesus, that's that's a hell of a lot of podcasts from. But it is that thing of like it's it's intermittent effort, and you know we're we're trying to get two or three done in a day now and get systematic about it, but it is that thing of like yeah a persistent effort over time is always gonna get you a lot farther than trying to do everything all at once, which I think we both do a lot of all or nothing everything all at once or nothing get at all yeah it's yeah. uh it's uh it's a tough Gotta lesson for some of us planning. to learn. To play the long game. But it's very important with the, when it comes to the environment. Absolutely, yeah. And the importance of those rivers and lakes and waterways in our folklore. You know, I think they're really, um, the Blackwater in the story is much more kind of seen as, I guess, a resource yeah. for the people of Munster. Yeah. But they're also passages, they're also liminal spaces, they're also, you know, entries to the other world.
1: Absolutely. And there is something like, you know, <laughs> like talking about entries into the other world, uh, the story of uh, Loch Shilin or Lok Shilin, the lake of the fairy pool, uh, which is the story I'll be telling. It will be like very much a passage into the other world. And I think when you go to lakes you're, or rivers or waterways, even seas, you're looking out at a very beautiful, calming place where you get to just sit and watch and be at peace with nature. And that's where, like, that kind of otherworldly perspective can come in, as we were talking about in the last episode. And I guess this going to the underhill, or are, are escaping into the other world, or trying to get there. It's very much, you know, going from one big long river, the Black Water, which is huge and spans uh, from Kerry to Cork. We're going up now to the starting cabin, Loch Sheelin. Is one of the lakes that re- runs in. You know, like it's it's all connected, madly enough, through a few different lakes into Loch Derg and the Shannon, and on that's that whole Shannon massive waterway. Uh, can all be linked back up if you were to stay on the lakes and the rivers, as the Vikings famously did when they came to Ireland and pillaged and plundered and saw how easy it was to get up and down the rivers all over Ireland with their narrow little shallow boats and how all interconnected it is and how mythical some of those places are. And the story of the of the uh, Loch Sheelin has a gorgeous little, well, kind of double take on stories from... The Meath Book of Folktales, written by Richard Marsh, an old friend of ours, and uh...
0: yes, indeed, uh, Richard used to come to our shows a lot uh, a few years back, and is a fantastic folklorist and um, has written some fantastic books about Irish myth and Irish folklore, which he does a very good job of like collecting and citing, and like the the stories about Los Sheelin were collected. Yeah, um, yeah from and i think richard translated them in in the book so yeah if people are interested um i think we are probably going to drop a few uh sources in the show notes of where to where to find some more of these stories which we don't always do cuz sometimes if we come across a story like for the first time 5 or 6 years ago and someone's like where did you come across that it's Yeah, like, oh i read it in a book 5 or 6 years ago and then, or or usually Somebody told me about it after a show, and then I went and looked it up, and I found like four different versions of it, and I don't remember where any of them are. Um,
1: According to this, Phil Lynch, eighty-two, Rathmore, told these two stories to a collector, D. F. O. Sullivan, in nineteen thirty-eight, and then was translated. So there, you, translated, go. So, um, there, you, there go. you go. So you
0: kind of you kind of put them together, and you've put the character from the second story into the first story. Well, I, as a witness, I
1: didn't really want to. Uh, I guess the story, like they're two different stories, they're very similar, they're, you know, it's the kind of well, It's the, land the same under, place. Same place, and it's very similar to the, the land under wave you know, there's many stories, we, like <laughs> we, we, the gay horse is one the damer and daughter under a wave is another you have many more. Yeah, the Mero one as well. Mero one, of course, yeah uh, What's the name of the Mero one again?
0: Uh, I always just call it the Mero.
1: So, uh, there was, there was two little stories, one being about a uh, somebody's Uncle and how uh, her aunt had uh, a little pot and that was proof from down below. Yeah, in the water, a, a, a diver had gone down and found it and kind of come back with this proof. So I got, and it's kind of that's it. I don't know. It's one of those stories that doesn't really have any human emotion to it. There's no. Yeah, deal. it does.
0: There's a big old chase with a fish.
1: It's a chase with a fish, and your man There's is shook. Chase, for and you. your man
0: is shook, and he does. he, he refute like having. He goes from being fascinated with the lake to being like afraid of the lake. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of so like there's there's a Sorry. there's a bit alright. There's just
1: more in the other one, I guess.
0: There's just more the other one I think we both we both kinda of looked at and said there's a bit more substance in the other one. But I like the fact that you're like this this becomes then the lore of the place that the student comes into mm-hmm. that he is like aware of but not convinced by. Yeah. Like okay. that whole thing of the outsider coming into the community and being like, What's happening? I also like I'm very down with uh just the shape shifting in Irish folks folklore and mythology is very fun. And very wild,
1: like... Well, like, again, the this idea that, it, it you know, this student is fishing there, knows that there's rumours and stories about kind of a, a pool of fairies or a, a town down below underneath it and there's some proof or some stories about it and one fellow who got scared witless and, you know, not really taking it all that seriously but then having this uh, encounter and half-catching this... Fish lady that has a crush. Well, she's a,
0: she's, that's the thing. She's not a fish lady. Sometimes she's a fish.
1: Big old fish.
0: And sometimes she's a lady. Mm -hmm. And there's like, I always, I always find it very fun when, when, when that happens in in Irish folklore because there's no, there's no kind of like transformation (laughs) moment. No. It's just when you're on top of the lake, she a fish. (laughs) And when you're under the lake, she She a a lady. lady. And that's, There's no like, here's the time when she changes.
1: No, there's not.
0: There's no like, oh, like even a lot of the time when there is transformation, it's like you take off the skin of the animal and your human features are underneath and you put it back on over your human features.
1: But it's a nice. So like you
0: stay human on the inside all the time. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I think there's something very fun to me about like, no, no, just sometimes she's because it, it kind of connects to what what that, the, the Voyager brand thing with the the silver branch. Oh, totally. Yeah. And Mananon being like, you see a wave. I see a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see a fish. I see a lady. Well, you know?
1: I I think the silver branch perspective thing is slightly different. It's 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 that invitation to see the magic where. You know, the, the mundane can be possibly perceived with the yeah, greenness. Yeah, but
0: it's, it's that doubling of vision as well. Like, it's, it's, sure, it's, it's that kind of poetic thing of like, see the beauty and the magic right. every day. Yeah, yeah. Is one part of it. But I think there's also kind of quite a literal part of it that's like, <laughs> there's another world. Stuff is actually different than yeah. you perceive it. Yeah. Which yeah. again is a big trope in, in folk, in folklore of like the fairy sight or people who are like, like, Mugroth and his blindness in one eye is a big mm. kind of deal with that, where he's like, he's got one eye and it's blind, but he's seeing through it. He's seeing fucking something. Yeah. I don't know what he's seeing, but he's definitely seeing something.
1: And I hope I can do this kind of justice in terms of, you, you kind of triggered something when we were chatting about this story, uh, in terms of, like, he he's seeing a lake and he's walking into it, he's, he's going to go back and get his um, swimming togs, and your man, uh, the other the brother. fish man, mer person, is like, no, no, it's fine, don't worry about it. And he walks into the water, it doesn't get wet, and then suddenly they're under, the, I, this is what it's kind of funny about these stories, they don't give you the detail, they don't give you the immersive experience of what it's like to go into that. Whereas in Dearman and the door, Daughter Under Wave, he jumps all the way down onto the this, you know, plane of, you know, where people are collecting Yeah, weeds. you have that thing in the mer in the story journey. as well,
0: where like, you gotta, you gotta swim down and it's the same in the sons of terran i think you, you they have to you have to yeah. swim down through the ocean like you got a free dive until you're about to die <laughs> and then you will Pop <laughs> through the bubble of the of the country under wave, and then you're able to breathe.
1: And then you're standing, looking up at the scene. Yes, on and the sea is the sky. Yeah, yeah.
0: Whereas this, to me, I mean, to me, this suggested more this idea of like a mirror of Which like there's a, yeah. there a kind of an inverted world underneath
1: the upside down world type um, thing. You yeah, know. That, something and, and, like that. And because it's not described, and because it's so loose, and because again, we we get the poetic license with the Irish mythology and folk tales to recreate or reconstruct that kind of thing I'm, the idea that I'm trying to get to when I'm telling this story will be this subverted looking down looking up falling in between not knowing how you're entering into that liminal place in between worlds and like yes. that that that, which is always skipped in these stories so you just, yes, you're, yes, you're here yes. and then you're there yeah 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 actually
0: with the with the moment and the threshold and the, and the yeah. vertigo and the inversion and the yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no that will be fun that's
1: slipping upside down uh, and then of course we have that weird uh, and beautiful like <laughs> flip at, in between that character this fish lady who's fallen in love with, with um, our, our student and it's completely different to the, what you usually have in the Mero stories
0: yeah be- Usually, well, like it's. I love again. I love it when that happens because it's. It's just like, you know, fairy creatures are very wonderful and enticing to mortals. And according to these stories, the uh, the reverse is like also true. <laughs> like fish lady is like, no, no, I'm in love. With, I've I've been in love with you since I first saw you in a boat. That's why I have on been trying to drown you to capsize you. <laughs> well, I am not well, drown cap- you. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to capsize you so you would stay with me. So that we can meet, but and there's o- all this,
1: oh, this underlying threat continuously. Of like, so that I would get you in the water and you would be mine forever.
0: That is how she phrases it. That is how she phrases it. <laughs> and,
1: and her brother says, "Like, if you got it, if if she knocked you into the water, she she'd, you'd be hers. You'd be hers. You yeah, know, and that's did, why he's asked him to promise, you. make sure I can get back. Yeah, I'll go help your sister, but I can come back.
0: Well, which is, and then it's interesting that they are like. <laughs> it's a very again, I think it's a very fun one where it's like that. Selkie, seal wife, crane wife in some cultures Story of like Marrying Mm. the other world woman Who will leave your ass At the first fucking sign of her red cap Or her feather cape Or whatever it is she's missing This woman is just like Yeah I'll come up and marry you The second I see water The second I see water I'm leaving you forever And you will be so sad Or you could come live with me
1: and drop everything.
0: And drop everything and leave all of your friends and family behind forever. And just be mine underwater forever.
1: Um, and he's like, hmm, like, you're mm, very pretty. But and no. I nearly said yes to you coming up, you know, for a while because that'd be great fun for a bit but The whole being sad forever doesn't sound great, so. Yeah. You know what? Fairy
0: fairy women are. Thanks
1: for the advance warning on this one. Yeah. Because that usually never happens.
0: Usually, well, there's also like, I think there's also (laughs) such a kind of undercurrent in some of the Selkie stories of just like non-consensual, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Seal skin stealing, where it's like, she left that guy. And whenever I come across those retellings, I'm like, "Good. good. Good. I'm glad she left him. I guess that sucks for their kids, but I'm glad she left him. Yeah, yeah. she should. You should. You know, people should leave. <laughs> so, like, and, and the, the sh- people should leave bad relationships. Is my odd she- take yeah. always, of course.
1: With <laughs> the she people under the water here seem like have to have a mild threat. The student learns about your man who got shook, who got given the pot. Who you know, he walks into a house and old woman says, "Get the hell out of here!" Because if the lads come back and find you, you're never going back.
0: There is that. There is that As real sense of like. Yeah these these are these are these are fairy folk who are but again like all of the good folk in the stories you don't, you don't mess know. with them you yeah. don't go seek them out Mm-mm. and you kind of hope that they don't pay attention to you because yeah. if they pay attention to you they, their attention comes in the form of i would like to capsize your boat and just have you have you on my little shelf forever because yeah. i like i like you or i like
1: you. <laughs> right, whatever um, might not and whatever the lads would have done with him.
0: Or, um, yeah, last yeah, last yeah. Story, the guy like, the first story being like, well, the lads, yeah, the lads did not sound like they were going to, it was going to be a fun time for him. <laughs> that sounded like, oh, you've trespassed and you're going to die now. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or be stuck in a cage forever.
0: Or be, yeah, be locked you know, whatever. up. I whatever. Don't whatever. Know.
1: We don't know. Again, we don't have the details. So, not all sheep people are as twisted, but again, you wanted to educate me on, um, yeah, where. Where people, where folk, oh, where. Yeah, 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 well, we're, were, calling, we're
0: calling this where creatures. Where creatures. Because where folk is, uh, you know, Because uh, the, were,
1: the were is another weird expression that my granny used to use for. Cuttery.
0: That's a different spelling of the word where. <laughs> and it's, you know it, <laughs> <yes>. motherfucker. <laughs> Sounds Get the same, though. Get <laughs> out. Get out of this recording studio. Uh, um, no we were I knew talking that would annoy you. We were talking Yeah I did Congratulations yes. I'm going to kick you now um,
1: You can't Because you'll see it Oh
0: Damn it Ow. Ow. Lightly kicking Aaron okay, I don't have a good angle That's not satisfying um, Yeah because we were talking About the title of this episode Because I was like We need We need more titles That aren't just like Chats about waterways Because we've done three now um, So If you have any
1: ideas pop Waterways more.
0: and creatures For were what we more. came up with uh, Because Some of you may know in werewolf The were bit Is the bit that means Man Because the word were man Used man. to be gender neutral Oh yeah Mankind And Yeah mankind Just meant humankind And uh Were man And wife man Were the Were the Were the way you would, Ways you would gender that word Wife man Wife man As W-Y-F. W-Y-F Wife didn't mean wife It like It didn't mean spouse what did wife mean? Wife man meant woman. Oh.
1: Oh. Sorry, I missed that. I kind of zoned out while you were speaking. Hang on. Oh, That's
0: this is book. why I've had to explain this to you seven times and you're confusing it with cutlery.
1: <laughs> it's just, yeah,
0: I'm a bit tired today. <laughs> mm. hmm mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so werewolf, man wolf. Yeah, werewolf means man, but man n- So Gender neutral. No. Not now. But then.
0: Where, where? Where? Yeah. Means man.
1: <laughs> man, wolf.
0: As in male person. Damn it. Okay. Wolf. But so originally, I guess, no. Do you know Did what we have? have? No, no, a gender no. Gender neutral thing? Man is the bit that's gender neutral. Right. The way that you would make it about a male person is you would say, where, man? Okay. I, I
1: hope you've all followed yeah. this very clearly. The fourteenth time,
0: is uh, <laughs> getting it explained to him again. So technically, what we have here is you have a story about a wife fish. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and I have a story about some werewolves.
1: Ah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did you get it. I like you it. There? I like you with us? With Caught up? You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Wife. White uh, fish, not meaning With, with fish. With fish. Yes. Um, anyway, etymology of English language is uh, okay, so a you, tangent. You've, but, got, um, you've
1: got your werewolves being in the place of Osry, And we've tried to tell the story a few times in the podcast.
0: We've kind of come across it before. And it's not a very, I find it a bit of a, an unsatisfying story. Hmm. Now, Dahi reckons that um, werewolf lore is like not indigenous to Ireland. And that this is kind of generally an imported idea, although wolves are important in the mythology and they're important in the stories. And like in the story of, for, in, for instance, Cormac MacGarth, who's one of those like raised by wolves fellows, um, the Irish for wolf being Mac which means the son of the land. And he which was is
1: literally kind of raised by wolves. So kind and...
0: of an important like concept, son of land yeah, as like yeah, a yeah, sort yeah, of a yeah, guardian yeah. creature. For sure. Um. So yeah, I mean we did have wolves, we don't have wolves anymore. There are no wolves in Ireland uh, and have not been for a long time. But because um, there was a
1: bounty or it was a, like a price oh, yeah, for killing wolves and stuff. Human,
0: humans and wolves don't coexist particularly comfortably. Not um
1: <laughs> babies do get eaten. We may
0: have talked about this before, I think we but did. I, I, yeah, 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 like everybody's all for reintroducing wolves on like on on mm-hmm. their islands until the wolves start eating their pets and then their like Children. kids. Because um, yeah, that's what wolves do. They eat little things. So if you're, you know, it's it's a, it's a good idea. I still think we should do it. Controversial Absolutely. opinion. We have enough. We have enough humans.
1: True. Um, know, okay, so setting trying. the scene to this, we've got the three sisters, the North the Shore, the Barrow.
0: Shore and the Barrow are the three sisters. They're, they're three rivers. Uh, Tipperary is the county.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, still a monster.
0: Still in Munster. South of Ireland. South of Ireland. And two of them, the Nore and the Barrow, uh, are the boundaries. We'll come across this again later. Some of these rivers are like territorial markers, even to this day. Uh, so the, the Nore and the Barrow basically make a kind of a V, uh, a little wedge shape. With the northern part being topped by the Sleeve blue mountains and the first bit of the river Barrow, which does another kind of dog leg, where it's like first flowing east and then flowing south, yeah, um makes a little triangle in Tipperary that was the kingdom of Ossery.
1: yeah, if you imagine a V shape, basically, yeah, it's to, basically uh, a little wedge, yeah, yeah.
0: basically a w- little wedge in Tipperary, you which was kind of like wild territory. And it was sort of, is remembered in folklore as being one of those kingdoms that was a holdout. Uh, that one of those kingdoms that like took a long time to convert, took a long time to be conquered, took a long time for like any new stuff to Fair kind of news, take they hold They had up. two
1: rivers and they just yeah. had to protect one angle. Like so. And I
0: think that's kind of why, like you, you get that in, there are pockets in Ireland of like, you know you get the same thing in Leitrim where it's like it's, it's mountainous and people could just retreat up the mountains and there was a lot of guerrilla warfare uh, Lovely Leitrim like There's different places in Ireland where it's like this is where the wild people are and it, those kind of ideas tend to go back to like colonial times when people were trying to conquer those areas and people were like no no this is a super defensible area fuck you yeah, yeah. we are gonna win and we're gonna hold out for longer uh, so there's there's this sort of idea of the people of Ossery being like kind of bestial and frightening and, um, yeah, wolf-like. And there is, there are some, there's, a, there's sort of two different stories. One, I think we may have told on the podcast before, uh, is a, a very much Christian era legend of, there's a traveling saint going through Ossery and he meets a wolf that talks to him and asks for help. Mm-hmm. And the story is that the the people of Ossery were so bad and pagan and wicked that they were cursed by a saint that for seven years, uh, um, one man and one woman would be in the form of wolves and they would be cursed to remain in the form of wolves for seven years and then they'd be able to come back home if they survived and another couple would take their place. Um, yeah. And this yeah, yeah. wolf basically begs him to to give the woman who is a wolf uh, like last rites because she's she's injured she's dying uh, which he does and that removes the curse question mark
1: question mark question
0: in some mark, versions that removes the curse uh, in some versions it doesn't it lasts um, and in some
1: versions I think it like it gets passed on there's like they, they keep yeah. on having to they, they, that, that's more
0: that's kind of the, the original version of the curse is that like it's, it's a seven year sentence but there new, always has to be somebody. There, yeah. Somebody's always yeah, 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 wolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody is always, always wolves. wolves, and and it's it's a seven year, it's a seven year cycle. Term. Yeah,
1: you to have to. You, it's your turn to do the seven years. To Be a wolf. Yeah, you gotta be a wolf for
0: the next seven years. God damn it! Really. <gasps>
1: no, but it, It's kind of like it's again. They, they do shape shift. They do change shape. They become their human form, and they
0: can be hurt. Well, it's it's that it's that weird. No, because you're you're confusing it now with the next one. Fuck. In the ossary worlds, they are physically wolves but in the in the story with the with the the saint yeah uh, the male wolf peels back the female wolf's wolf skin to show her human skin beneath Wow and that's what convinces him to give her like the host the holy communion um but no the other story about ossory, uh Sorry, has yeah. to do with the voluntary shapeshifting where they don't actually shapeshift they kind of do a version of, I guess it's like it's like the George or Martin thing of like warging, where you like they send their consciousness into a wolf.
1: Well, this has been taken up by Wolfwalkers. That's to, where they got that that's idea where they got from. That idea. Yeah, the the beautiful animation movie uh, by Cartoon Saloon, which is very much that exact trope, that idea of that idea l- leaving consciousness and going into the body of a wolf.
0: So that idea is that this is a more voluntary thing, but it's quite risky. Mm. because their human bodies are left behind and are left vulnerable so they're they're not able to like wake up easily classic and if their human bodies are touched they're not able to come back into them at all
1: touched touched like at all at all
0: like anyone just goes over and like go over and poke them and they're 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 not able to come back in wow which is which again is like you know it's a high risk proposition it's one of which i think is kind of that to me is quite characteristic of irish myth where it's like great power has great risk like there's all that kind of stuff with gasa and power like the more powerful you are the more powerful the the prohibitions on you the more powerful the constraints so you have this kind of yeah there's that idea and then it's it's got your typical werewolf stuff of like any harm that is done to the wolf carries over to the body of the person so like if the wolf is injured the injury shows up on the on the human body even though they are physically separate um and if the wolf dies the person dies and uh there was a cool bit of like if the wolf eats an animal and has raw meat stuck between its teeth the person will have raw meat stuck between their teeth the next day nice, which yeah, is yeah, just yeah. very visceral of like ah oh, in my teeth oh it's a bit of raw rabbit Ew. that i ate while i was a wolf last night i yeah, guess yeah, yeah. so i wanted to kind of i i wasn't particularly interested in telling the saint version of the story because i don't no, it's a bit think it's particularly friggy. Yeah, I just I just don't think it's a particularly interesting story. Like it's it's weird.
1: It's weird. It's one of those stories that you get again and again, and like you like oh, there's uh, you know someone even we're getting a request to tell a story with the paddle, or which by the way keep sending in any uh, requests yeah. or, or rivers or waterways uh, that you have in mind, and we are doing the research to find it. But sometimes it's so sparse that you get a little bit of a tad bit that. Kind of goes into You know The, tidbit? the tour Tidbit Whatever Tadpole um, Tadpole <laughs> tidbit. Uh we, we go into a nice Walking tour Of the locale Which you can kind of Summarise and say But it's not a Chunky enough story To, to yeah, elongate It's not a chunky enough um, story I
0: feel like The the, 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 the werewolves or ossuary story Yeah the same story Is just I don't find it Particularly inspiring I, So what I wanted to do with I like what
1: you're going with John.
0: Instead Was basically do it As kind of a A more sort of classic folktale horror story of, like, here are the rules. You are in a dangerous situation. If you follow the rules, you will make it out alive. And if you don't follow the rules, wolves. Um, (laughs) So so that was kind of the way that I decided to go with that, of, like, making it a bit more... um, yeah, making it feel a bit more experiential from the point of view of someone. So it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a slant on our our sort of waterways thing because these are waterways that are bounding the territory where the story happens. Yeah, but um, but it's I Lincoln. still liked it. I still want to kind of like make the crossing of the rivers like important. I think it's in be- that story because it's
1: come up enough within the three sisters within the uh, the north. Oh yeah, Southern the north, the
0: Northern shore, and the barrow are the three sisters. This yeah. is the barrow and the north. The shore is like further over to the west and and join south them. yeah um, uh yeah it's southwest of the of the other two
1: but i guess it's it's like it it's calling out for that reinterpretation as the wolf walker's movie would show like yeah. there's not enough of a story there but there's great ingredients in order for you to take it on and create something that is much more um kind of immersive i guess yeah. uh and still being loyal to the rules of the magic within the this the story and try, try, try and uh, land in so I'm looking forward to hearing it as uh, creepy as I'm creepy looking forward it to, to
0: finding out what I say
1: um, more to come on our Waterways podcast we're going to be uh, delving into River Delvin soon enough uh, yep. which is uh, the border of the Dublin Meath, which also comes up again, and I'm not sure if we're going to have a chance. We'll talk about it in our next chat about the Kukulin and Emer chat up line where he mentions loads of places and rivers and waterways. Yeah,
0: that's a, that's a, I feel like that is, we'll talk about that in the chat rather yeah, than trying yeah, to make that into too. a story because, oh, somebody just banged against the side of the studio. Apologies. Um, apologies um, for that. But that, that that's gave our me a <laughs> like our But queue. that's our cue to wrap up. Wrap so up. you can find us on Patreon. You can find us on podcasts. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. You can support us. You can just listen. And thank you very much for listening. Um, we will be having a story of the River Lee as well from the source. I'm getting it from the source. You Go are getting it from it. the horse's mouth, um, uh, from the mouth I was of a person.
1: Planning on telling it today, but apparently there's just a better story, and I've uh, sent a link and now my friend is going to put me in touch with someone who knows the story, who's going to tell it to me, and I can't wait. And uh, more to follow, more research, more stories coming for your lovely ears. Keep safe, keep sound, and you know, always keep her lit. You!